The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for My Place Secure Delivery Bundle. Visit myplacesmarts.com.au. Sorry. You guys can go home now. Hello <laughs> and welcome to the podcast. Hey. Hello. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Hello. going to have an absolute connection. Producer Rama. Producer. It's been a morning. <laughs> Extra bits. What's happened to us today? Today's been a shit show. That's what's happened. To us. Today's been a good show, but it's been a shit show. The mm. energy was high. We might have been unfocused. A little bit. If Pete wasn't running off three hours of sleep for the week, we probably would be. I reckon bit. that's about it. I reckon it's because I literally have probably had about three hours mm. of sleep this week. And to peel back the curtain, what happens is each morning we get in from around five o'clock, go through what we're going to talk about on the show, and then put a show together. But this morning, it started like that, and it ended in, what was it, Pete picking up all of you guys, oh, I and mean, trying to lift you up. Everyone got a lift this morning. Everybody. Some of us landed on the floor. Yeah. Um, including the people that were listening to the show. You got a lift as well. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a daycare in here this morning. It, was all it like really that. was. <laughs> it was a really fun daycare, uh, though. It's a very well put. <laughs> and, and we don't get to do it every day. We don't. No, you're right. No, it's, you're it's right. We, we should love... do it every day. Oh, look, I don't think I'm going to get away with performing like that during the show like I did when I tried to do that advert this morning. I think it was a pretty good advert. I could hardly breathe. I was laughing so hard and crying. I couldn't I couldn't do it. Yeah. No, you did well. I Tell us that um, the last time that happened to you, telling me off the air about that when one of your old co-hosts, oh, what did you say? The late Shane McFarlane. It's because oh, I, can, Shane, I can think of about three occasions where I've laughed so hard on air that I've completely lost it. You know, that like yeah. proper when you're laughing Tears. in yeah. school. Yeah. And you can't breathe type of thing. What happened with Coco? What I remember happened? Coco, I once was talking about wanting to buy a chicken because mm. I found out that like, you know, you could get a chicken and take it home and I could get my own eggs and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And so I was like, turns, you know, someone called up and said, you can get a chicken for 20 bucks. And I was like, I can't believe I'm just going to go and get a chicken for 20 bucks. And he was like, I'll get you one with chips for 10. <laughs> <laughs> and I was... Beside myself in stitches, like absolutely lost my mind. That's it's good. A crazy it was call. such a good line. I mean, oh, he must have wow. said it to me. I don't even know. It could have been close to ten years ago, but yeah. it still makes me cry with laughter. It was so funny. What a oh, fantastic! Oh, God. God rest your soul, Coco. <laughs> Hey, for extra bits today, Karen, what do you want to talk about? Well, this wasn't one that was pitched today. It was pitched earlier this week. <laughs> and, Kimber, you have – it's all, it's a strange fear that I don't know anyone else who has it. Oh, and I've never yeah, heard right. – yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've never heard this one either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm cardiophobic. I'm afraid of heartbeats. Scared of doing cardio? <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm super scared of doing cardio. You're so right. <laughs> I'm afraid of heartbeats. So, um, what, but what does that mean? I don't like the sound of them. The sound of them makes all of the hair on my body sort of stand up and my muscles get tight and I feel anxious and unwell. Mm. I feel unwell. Like, you know, they kind of just, yeah. Is I don't, it the throbbing? Yeah. The sound it's, it's or the, the feeling? I don't know. Or? It's the beat. It's the sound. It's the rhythm. It's, you know, when my sister had her first born, um, you know, with babies, lots of people use those sounds as white noise to try and soothe them. Yeah. So they play heartbeat sounds. And I used to walk into her house and be like, just turn this off. What? <laughs> this is horrible. So you don't like things that throb? It just is. It's just, I love throbbing, just not with the heartbeat. What is that? That's a heartbeat. No, I don't like that. <laughs> 
Nah, I don't. And this is, it's really hard. It's actually a hard thing to live with because it's like in an every. alien heart, that one. It's in. Nah, like oh, yuck. Yeah, that oh, sounds wow. like a, No, that's like gestational heart. That's like that sounds like that's in well. Utero. That's a heartbeat. With, like that is in utero heartbeat. Gross. Like the, oh, wow. <laughs> that's even worse. Yeah. It's just like and because in movies and stuff, and whenever they're trying to make tense moments and they're mm. trying to they build up this heartbeat, so it's very hard for me to watch because all I am dealing with is the sound and how that makes me feel instead of actually paying attention to what's happening. Mm. Wow, I hate it. Even if it's very dim. It, yeah, it's, it, I can just feel it. Sometimes you'll get it even if there's a drum beat mm-hmm. or music that is suggestive of a heartbeat mm-hmm. because it instantly takes me to that place. The reason it's so hard to deal with too, A, it's quite rare. Apparently not many people have it. On top of that, it is that if you get yourself into a stressful situation, like uh, if I can feel my own heartbeat. So yep. if I exercise too hard and I oh. feel my own heartbeat, it makes me feel really it sick. You out. <laughs> but then when you get into a situation like that where you'll play heartbeats because people think it's funny and they'll go, here's your heartbeat, and they'll play it like that, that makes my heart race. And then I get in a perpetual yeah, state loop. where I can't get yeah, out of it. So like, is this like a wow. diagnosed thing? Well, I don't, I don't know if it's diagnosed in that like... I just know. Are diagnosed? Not really. I mean, okay. do, you, you probably don't need to go Rami and see a doctor. Rami's got questions. We get probably, one you, out of him. You know, you don't really need to go to a doctor to, to be told that you've got a phobia of spiders. Mm. I don't what know. Are, I don't have a phobia of, of anything. You don't have any phobias? I have, I'm not scared of anything. Snakes. Heights? Nah. Vagina? No. Nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Well, he doesn't know. He hasn't gone close enough to one to find out. I went down on one. What? Oh my god, it's turning into leftovers. I, you know what, Rami? I, I know that I know that we have a lot of laughs in here and we pick on you about your responses to things, but don't go changing. I love how oh, much of an open book you are. Yeah. There is you you are so endearing Thank you. with how honest you are mm, that I no don't want to change that. No shame. Okay. Great. He's got no fears, guys, including Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're a radio station that does digital content. Let's test the theory, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, suddenly I've got to put a snake around my shoulders or I've got to yeah. jump from a great high and your biggest fear is that. We're like, that's what we're going to handle. Oh, no, look at me. I'm also afraid of Cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's test the theory. Oh, Let's God. test the theory. Um, <laughs> Karen, <laughs> you too. All, all the boys all of a sudden in the station are scared. So scared. So scary. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, what's on the podcast today, guys? Oh, Move on. It's a great chat. It's a great chat. I really enjoyed it. Um, oh, playing childhood instruments. We'll oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. this one time at band camp. This one time mm. at band camp. It's like um, a flute. Mm. I'm good at playing flute, and you know, because I haven't continued with it, what it does make you good at is just making getting a sound out of a beer bottle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic! It's the same skill. Sorry, you saying you're good at same playing technique. flute? Every bloke in here had the exact same thought at the exact same time. Yeah, really? The American yeah. Pie um, mm. quote. Mm. Do you know it? No, Kimber? Pete was on a different. W- was I? Garrett? No, no. Well, no, I wasn't. In hindsight, what are you talking about? I'm gonna shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Perth's most expensive beer. Oh, actually, that blew your mind. Well, no, it did. And actually, it turns out that it's, oh, well, maybe it's Perth's most expensive beer, but it's certainly not WA's most expensive beer, apparently. No. Well, that's why on the rundown we write Perth's most expensive beer. 
Yeah, because okay, thanks, thanks, Rami. Because Tanya <laughs> texted us and said from Kawaram up, it's a hundred dollars a glass. Yeah, Kawaram up. Who would go there? To Kawaram up. Well, she's from that town, so she uh, just knew. And that's also where the Kawaram up lolly store is. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to visit. Isn't that also where they do the Moo Festival? What's that called? Probably. Kawaram up Moo Festival. <gasps> oh, you is know. that the place where all the cows are? Yeah, yes. the cow yeah. festival. On Albany Highway. What's, what's the cow festival on called? Albany. Oh, yeah. It's on Southwest Highway, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's down that way. It's down down near Dunsborough. Like the plastic cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the plastic cows. Oh, They're okay. everywhere. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I know it. Um, are you a Brit? Give us a call. Went off like a bucket of prawns in the sun, that did. Yeah. yeah. Huge. We need more Brits. Um, fell off the wa- I fell off the wagon. Oh, yeah. I was sorry to hear that. It's unfortunate. Was it, sad? it was a sad story, wasn't it, guys? Well, it was. It was sad how much you were prepared to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, it what really a week. was. What a week as well. Yeah, speaking of falling off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we did our best shot at putting together a song. Maddie wasn't here and, and we did well, I thought. Yeah. yeah no, and the mixed good. choir were amazing. They Thank were. you, Carly. Thank you, Carly. For basically <laughs> playing the role of 12 people. <laughs> 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 and You're then you know what was gorgeous about her is that she Gosh. said to us this morning, I was holding back. I didn't want it just yeah, to just be yeah. me. I was standing next to her when Jesus she was recording Christ. that, and I was basically blocking my right ear. It was yeah. ridiculous. She was amazing, and she gave 110% commitment. Thank All you, Carly. Right. Let's get out of here, shall we? Yeah. Let's go do this. Bye. Do it. Do it. Do it. Have a weekend. Thanks Bye. for listening to the podcast. Thank you. Tell Bye. your friends. Have a podcast. Bye. Run through the week thanks to Medibank Presents Park Run. To register, search Medibank Presents Park Run. Live better with Medibank. Now, Kimber, usually Maddie does these. Yeah, he does. Um, Puts together all the things that happen throughout the week into a cool song or poetry or a bit of anything, really. Yeah, and Maddie's not here this week. So we had to. And the boss was like, you still got to do it. I want a week. So you got to wrap the week. Yeah. And I was like, the first thing that popped into my head, I don't know why, but it was this. Oh, easy. Get rid of Scotty. Put in Maddie. Maddie doesn't know. He doesn't doesn't know what's going on. He hasn't been here all week. Exactly, right? Um, You guys didn't know this song. You didn't know it. Rami, the producer, didn't know it. No. Hera, the producer, did it. Eurotrip. I I don't think it got any easier when you said, you know, that really popular song from American Pie, and I stared at you blankly only to find out it wasn't in American Pie. Okay. That's the third mistake that I've made this morning. (laughs) And fair call to you. Um, but we're going to get stuck into this. This is, is our tribute to Maddie mm. uh, with What A Week. And I would like to say hello also to the Mix Choir. Are you guys ready? Say yes. 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 Too scared man. to speak. This, this is a rock they're, band. Because they're professional and they're ready to go. This but you're a, right. Yeah. We are a rock band. So okay, come on, guys. Go. Throw an ironing board. Listen All right. up. Here we go. And a one and a two. Maddie doesn't know that Kimba and me have been writing this song since someday. So let's start in Perth. Logan Paul was here for the UFC and Maddie doesn't know. Oh, Maddie doesn't know, though. So don't tell Maddie. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. So don't tell Maddie. Post Malone tried to go clubbing. But his tattoos weren't up to stop him. And Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. So don't tell Maddie. Maddie doesn't know. Don't tell Maddie. We were told if you tried camping, 
At Harry Styles, you'll get a banning. A cocaine boat in Albany with 365 kg. Three guys on the ski have gone missing. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Don't tell Maddie. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Don't tell Maddie. Peppers gave a show. Everyone will go. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Parking please. City of Coburn says yes, please. The RBAs, Philip Lowe, was asked how far interest rates will go. Interest rates will go. I think this is going well. <laughs> how well? I didn't get laid on Valentine's Day. No, you didn't. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. Maddie doesn't know. So don't tell Maddie no. Uh, Pete, I saw a meme yesterday that made me laugh so hard. Someone had posted a photo and an image that just says, I'm so glad I was taught to play the recorder at school. It's really come in handy during my adult <laughs> life. I've lost count of the times I've resolved a difficult situation with a quick blast of three blind mice. You know, it's the start of the school year. Parents might have already had their kids come home. With... No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't interrupt this. This is gold. This is absolute gold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe they've already come home for the school year with their recorders yeah. ready to go. Yeah. And I mean, look, what good can come of a recorder? I know that the reason we do give kids recorders to learn from is basically it's, you know, normally to learn a musical instrument, you have to get some sort of mouth control or have some kind of skill. And the recorder, really, you just need the ability to breathe. Right. And to use your fingers as well. Yeah, but that bit's not important. It's not as important, right? Because you can still make a noise. And so as long as kids are making the noise, yeah. they... T- <laughs> now, this this one gets me emotional. Is this better? This is- this is um, a song called Memories from the show tune, from the, the show Cats. Right. Um, I played it in Year 7 at West Leeming Primary where I had to go all the way for my flute lessons. Yeah. Because Leeming at the school I went to didn't do it. Why am I not surprised you played flute? I played flute. You know why? Because they asked me what are the top three instruments you want to play and I said guitar, uh-huh. saxophone uh-huh. and then flute and they said you can't play guitar, your fingers are too short. <laughs> you can't play sax, you haven't got the right mouth for it and I got flute. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have the right mouth for I saxophone? I know, right? What does that mean? I don't know. I was 11 and, and they were the rules. You bigger lips. So they gave me the flute and then I moved school. <laughs> Ravi, the producer, would be an incredible saxophone player. He'd be amazing. He's got them lips. But we, like, I don't know anyone who's still playing their childhood instrument in adult life. Yeah, okay. I got uh-huh. rid of that flute. I did that one performance at West Leeming and then I was like, um, I don't know if I'm going to continue. Because the thing is, the only people who continue are either you're going straight to an orchestra mm. or you're never touching the thing again. Yeah, fair call. Yep. Excluding guitars, because I think that if you learn guitar, you're bringing it back at a campfire. Okay. But outside of guitars, I want to know, 131060, are there any adults out there still playing their childhood instrument? Jane in Borragoon, do you? Hello, Jane. Hello, Jane. Oh, hang on a sec. Wait. I'm going to do this. Sorry, I'll put my flute down. <laughs> it's a recorder. Sorry, d- Jane. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, Jane in Borragoon. Hello. How are you? Luke, I'm good, Jane. You're not still playing your childhood instrument, are you? Nobody's doing that. 
I am, yes. What is I it? I am playing it. It's the piano. The piano. Okay. Yeah. What What age were you when you learned that? Probably started about eight. And when I got into my early teens, you know, you go through a phase where you think, oh, this isn't really very cool. <laughs> um, but, I, but I stuck at it and I'm really glad I did because I know a lot of people don't play their instrument when they're older and then they regret it. Uh, so I'm really glad that I didn't give it up because I love it. I really, really love it now. Jane, what, what age were you when you realised that chopsticks isn't the only thing that you can play on the piano? <laughs> She's like, oh, is there? Is there more? (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, Jane. We're talking to our Brits this morning, our mixed family from Britain. Uh, Australia, we're we're trying to get get you to come over here, basically. We want to head over to the job fairs. They want to lure more than 30,000 people from the UK. Wow, that's nice. Where are they going to put them? Oh, we're just going to build some more blocks in Clarkson. Right, okay, cool. Great. North of the river. <laughs> so they feel at home. Joondalup. Yeah. Yanship. 30,000. We're looking for doctors, nurses, police, teachers. We've got a skill shortage, and they're uh, heading over to the job fairs in the UK to go, you need to come over here. And they're trying to sell it by going, we make more money here. You've got a higher wage if you're a nurse. It's lower cost of living. We get these beaches. We've got the Hemsworths. That's what they're trying to do. <laughs> the Hemsworth, that is our answer to everything at the moment. That's, that's how we have to sell it. And so we thought, let's get some of our mix fam on, right, and find out what got them to move here. How do we get them to bring all their family? Uh, Sally, good morning to you. What was it? Um... We just kind of upped and left our life in England. We sold up. My husband got a visa and we moved over here, having never come to Australia before. But what did we sell you on? What made you go, yep, WA, we're all over it. We're right there. Uh, Our friends had moved here, so we kind of followed them a little bit. Yeah, see, it's a recruitment system. I'm sure it is. You get more Brits here if you just tell them to bring their family and friends. Yeah. Maybe what we should do is one of those, like, um, what is it, those uh, those codes, like bring your friends over here sort of thing. <laughs> Just I mean, buy one, get one free. Yeah, because, you know, it's like $45 for a pint of beer here, apparently. Maybe you get 10% <laughs> off that $45 pint of beer if you bring a friend. Um, Duran, good morning. Yes, hello. You've been here for nine years, mate. What brought you over? Oh, it's the sunshine, the beaches, and just the lifestyle. Okay, so that's what, when we're putting together our catalogues at the job fair, just more pictures of the beach, a bit more of that action. 100%, 100%, definitely. So I'm really curious about this point, right? Because to, to have that, you sort of look on whether it's tourism ads or you see like a maybe an ad on television or you open up a book or your Instagram or something and you see Cottesloe Beach, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, and you always see the best of it. You don't see the sharks, yeah. for example. So what yep. is it that that's bad in the UK that makes you just up and leave everything? They don't well, have, have you those. ever been to Brighton? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brighton Beach is just like walking on a bunch of rocks. It's just, 100%. It's just rocks. They don't have sand, Pete. Have you ever been to the UK? I've, uh, I went there once for a little bit. They've got I, no sand. We like didn't quite make it to Brighton. It's literally you're walking on pebbles to the beach. Sounds tough. Uh, Sonia <laughs> in Subi. So you moved here for work 10 years ago? Yes, we did. What 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 sold you, Sonia? What did we do? What WA just lured you in? Yeah, definitely work life ba- work life balance, the beaches, the weather, sailing. And have you bought? Have you done your part, Sonia? Have you bought any over? This is your responsibility as a local Brit now. I actually have my stepsisters in the process. Oh great! So, See, yeah. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Nice okay. recruitment, Sonia. How many how many Thank stepsisters you. or step people? 
Oh, so it's my stepsister, husband, and her daughter. Okay, so that's three. So, so and we, actually, and, my stepbrother moved over a few years ago as well. So okay, yeah. so that's four. So Anne, we would need 30,000. 30, 30,000. So, so but if everyone, if everyone brings, brings three, mm. I think we'll get it. Good luck. <laughs> well, look, if you're a beer drinker, could you use your help? We've got a text line we'd love to hear from you. It's 04800 21 945. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how much a beer costs okay. in the city. Now, I'm not a beer drinker, so it's not my go-to. But I saw a post on Reddit Perth by a dude who thinks he's bought Perth's most expensive beer, and I think he might be right. Oh, okay. Now, you've had me baited with this all morning because I don't mind a beer. Mate. I can have one, but I don't mind a cheeky bit. Are we talking a schooner? Are we talking a pint? What is it? Well, we're talking sort of, it's actually less than a pint. He got 450 mils, and it's my understanding that a pint here is 570. Yeah, this is really interesting. So we did some digging this morning around this. Yeah, because pints and schooners and ponies, and they're all different sizes all over Australia. And it depends where you are in the world. So if you're in America, 470 is a pint. But if yeah. you're in Australia or the UK, 570 is a pint. Yeah. So you don't really know what you're getting. You're just hoping for the best, aren't you? Yeah, you are. But you know that feeling you go to the bar and they have the drinks menu up behind yeah. them on flashing screens or whatever, and you're trying to read them and there's a whole line of people behind you and you just sort of, you panic a bit and you just go, oh, yeah, I'll just I'll just grab I'll grab two of those. Yeah, sure. Right? Yep. That's what this guy's done. He wasn't really paying attention. He felt overwhelmed. They have a lot of beer at this place. Okay. Right? It is one of those kind of, you know, bars with all that sort of gear. And you mean beer? Beer. You know, but you know, there's just bars where you're like, do we need 40 types? But that's what they specialize in. That's their bag. <laughs> so he's gone to buy a beer and he's bought one for his mate as well. So he would just go, oh, I have two of those, 450 mils. And the bartender has tapped his card and gone, it's $90. I'm sorry, what? $90? <laughs> 90 bucks. That was his, he said, um, I think there's been a mistake. And the bartender, he said, deadpan, said they're $45 each because they're imported. Imported from where? Oh. The moon? <laughs> 450 mils of beer, $45. Now, I, I really need to know, like, give us, a, give us a text if you like, 04800 21 945. I want to find out how much you're paying for 450 mils of beer. And, like, I get that it's imported, but $45 a glass. I feel sick. <laughs> that doesn't I, sound right, does it? I feel absolutely sick. And the number of times I've not read the menu properly because I felt overwhelmed by the number of people behind me or whatever, and I've just gone, yeah, and then really? This is why I stick to Guinness, right? <laughs> because a pint of Guinness might cost you $45, but at least it tastes like a steak sandwich. <laughs> you know what I mean? You feel like you're actually full. Pete, oh, man. I knew I was going to get emotional talking about this because this is a uh, this is something that I've been going through for a very very long time, mm. um, probably close to about twenty twenty five years. Oh, I okay. And um, uh, I've managed to sort of keep it away for a while and keep it at bay. Mm -hmm. And uh, last night I fell off the wagon. Oh dear! And I um, just wanted to. Uh, be open and completely honest because that's what we do. Yep. And we share our lives and sh we share the highs and the lows. Um, but it was around about six o'clock last night mm -hmm. um, and myself and my wife were in the kitchen and we were making dinner. And uh, I placed a bid on a Generation 1 1986 Transformer in an online auction. And it was tough. So it is, it is the OG. It's a real deal. 
So the box has been heavily folded. It's ripped there. It's got shelfware. Both seals on each end are gone. I would say the box is about a six out of ten. There's a very oh, Kimber. It's a it's a six out of ten. It, it was sounds a six like out it's 10. flawed. No, no, no. Of course, it's flawed. It's from 1986, but it was a generation one transformer. Now, I <laughs> I blew a lot of money when I was a single man <laughs> <laughs> with no kids, no obligations, and no worries. Yep. on a passion of mine, which was collecting. Stuff. Mm, but that was a while ago, wasn't it? it? Was a while because ago. I mean, with three children and a wife and a house yeah. and some those sorts of obligations, yeah. that kind of lifestyle's gone out the window for you with it, just purchasing games and very much so. Things. Gone, gone, absolutely gone. Right, and you know this is a this is a bit of a call out to anybody who can relate to this this morning that you have to put aside your passions. When you have a family. Did you mention it to Liz first and be like, oh God, there's this thing and I really want it, or did you do it first and then go so? Here's the thing, Liz. Well, here's, here's the funniest part about this and what happened last night. As I mentioned, we're in the kitchen, okay? Now, what do you think this thing was going for? Starting oh, bid. I, I have no idea. Right. I don't know what toys are worth. Transformer from 1986, starting bid, I'm going to say $200. Okay. I'm going to do start this guy off at 600 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you just told me the box was a 6 out of 10. Yes, but the 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 actual toy itself had all the parts and everything and it looked okay. really nice and clean. 600 bucks. Where did it go? So to answer your question right, Liz and I are standing around the bench just chopping stuff for dinner. Okay, getting dinner ready. Mm-hmm. And I've got the audio on this thing going, and I didn't realise that they were actually calling out people's bids with their names. Okay? Oh, fantastic. So, so oh. now this guy's, like, done a couple of things. He's transformed and whatnot, and I've just lost it because I, I wasn't going to play so I've lost it, and I've seen the front wheel pop up and the way the spring just went bang. I was like, oh, my God, I've got to have this thing. And then this happened. Final call with Lenny at 600 bucks on Jetfire. Boom, hammers and emojis. Let's get three. Let's go. Give it to my boy. Oh, Pete's come in late at six. Well, not late, they haven't called. Pete's come in at 6.50 right on oh, that, that rang out <laughs> in the kitchen as Liz was going through a carrot and just looked up at me and just just the look on her face and everything. I see why, especially since he started at 600, could barely get anyone to bid. Is there any other, anyone? Yeah. Is there, and, and you came in at 650, there was no one else in the room, mate. Now, what's even better is I doubled down because it went up by $10 lots and I got up to, um, we got up to 700. <laughs> and Karen, the How is she not cutting off Karen. your fingers at this point? Yes, mate. Didn't we literally talk about how yesterday with inflation people need to stop buying that sort of Thank stuff? Thank you, Kerrod. <laughs> Thank you, Kerrod. Well, you'll be happy to know that that popped into my head um, and I didn't win the bid and I pulled out. Okay, Aww. It had nothing to do with the fact my wife was standing there with a knife. Uh, I'm but just I pulled so thrilled out. that your number two child will get to go to school. The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for My Place Secure Delivery Bundle. Visit myplacesmarts.com.au. Next 94.5.